the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we see every day, every hour, practically every minute, the need for people to step up and fulfill the the obligations of that most important political office. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, as well as the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups in the Inland Empire area of Southern California, where our mission is to unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans and magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great, free, and prosperous. Uh, we are very pleased to have with us today a someone who exemplifies the motto of our show. Uh, based on the quote from Justice Lewis Brandeis, that the most important political office is that of the private citizen, and that is Candy Olson. And I sometimes I think I'm busy and I have too much to do. Well, let me tell you a little bit about what, what Candy has to do. She is a wife, mother, homeschoolers or children, a, a, still, a working practicing nurse, uh, she is a patriot. She is the Redlands leader of the San Bernardino County Patriots, and she is heavily involved in the uh, a school board race and a city council race here in Redlands. And um, I'm not sure what she does in her, in her spare time if uh, if if she if she has any. So um, welcome to the show, Candy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Can't wait. Do you ever do you get any sleep? Not really, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think <laughs> no, so. I, no. I, I will never say I am busy again. No. Yeah, today I had to homeschool while I was at the dentist. So that's that's how things go. Then came back here, and my mouth is still a little numb, so I'm kind of embarrassed. Oh. Looks like I had a stroke. Mm. It's okay. Actually, we are on radio, and that's also good for yeah. me, because, uh, as people, people often say, that I have a good face for radio. <laughs> That's and, funny, and, and that's good because that is the that is the most important responsibility of a guest on Unite IE Radio, and that is to laugh at the host jokes. There you go. Some 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 people actually say that the jokes aren't funny, but that, that's just not an acceptable answer. All right, there, there's so much going on, and we and uh, we'll uh, we will pass on my attempts at humor. Let's just jump into what the heck is going on in Redlands. We've got city council races. We have two. We have three, two of which are mm-hmm. contested. One is uncontested, the uh, incumbent mayor, Paul Barich. And we have two in the Redlands Unified School District school board races. You know, I think one is uncontested, Michelle Rendler. Uh, but there's also one that were really both your group, which is the San Bernardino County Patriots and mine, the Redlands Tea Party Patriots are focused on, and that is District 1 with Aaron Stepien, mm-hmm. who's running against incumbent Patty Holohan. Yes. Tell us tell us about what's going on in that race. Well, she's also being uh, running with against a lady named Victoria, and I'm not going to try to say her last name because I will not pronounce it correctly. Um, it starts with an O, but uh, it's a... Um, she is also um, running. We haven't heard much from her, so we're not, uh, we don't really know much about her. So really the race is between Patty and Aaron. Um, the race has gotten, we have been very successful um, on our end promoting Aaron. We've got lots of donations. We've raised about probably about around $5,000 uh, profit. Um, everyone has donated to all of our fundraisers. So the money is mostly, uh, been completely uh just pure profit coming in and uh the race has gotten really ugly from the other side um patty Houlihan's camp it's uh you know lots of sign stealing a lot of uh poster defamation um graffiti 
Uh, even this morning, we took off some sticky eyeballs off one of the posts, uh, one of the big signs that were up uh, with permission at one of the plazas in Redlands. We had permission to put it there and they, um, you know, put some googly eyes on our face this morning. So every day we have to do sign checks and make sure that everything's in place. Um, but, you know, the really great thing is that when we had a really, really bad graffiti on one of our signs on a personal property and the property owners, they just said, you know what, bring it on. We're buying two more signs. And these are eight foot signs. These are eight by four. These are monster signs. And they're on a huge main street of Redlands. So, um, you know, one comes down, two come up. That's how it's been. Same thing happened at Mariposa School District, um, right near right near the school. Um, a gentleman gave us permission to put a sign on his property, a big eight-foot sign. So we went the next day, installed it, and then by the next morning, I got a text: "Please come take your sign down. I, I can't. The, um, I, it's not worth it. I'm getting harassed so bad by my neighbors." So uh, we came, uh, promptly took the sign down for his request. But guess what? The moms in that community weren't having it. Two went up instead at different houses. So um, it's just been a blessing. Um, you know, when she, when Aaron gets knocked down, she gets back up and doubles it. It's God has really been blessing our uh, campaign. So um, that's been amazing, amazing thing. Wanted to say something else about that, but uh, I lost a train of thought right now on that. But what is, let me ask you: What is Aaron? What's the? Why is this difference? Why are they so riled up? Uh, what oh is yeah, Aaron running on. How does she differ from right. Hulahan? Yeah, I wanted to mention her fans. Thank you. That reminded me. Her Hulahan's fans are um, very, very progressive. Um, they're very leftist, Marxist, openly Marxist. Um, and that's, uh, I'm not sure exactly how Houlihan stands personally, but these are her canvassers and her campaigners that are being paid to go out and canvas and drop her flyers. Um, they are anti-Christian. Uh, also, yeah, the teachers unions endorses Patty Houlihan. Um, but these people, um, for example, at our last fundraiser, they were screaming obscenities outside the door as we were leaving the fundraiser at a very classy establishment and um, screaming at the top of their lungs about that we're homophobic pigs and this and that. Um, just all kinds of just baseless accusations um, against Aaron Stepien and all of us that were at the fundraiser, um, so much so that she had to be escorted home in a police car. And so this is Patty's camp. These are her people. They're the ones that are rooting for her, promoting her. Um, Patty, she's establishment. So she's been there 20 years. She hasn't done uh, very much at all. I think in her, I wish I had the voter information in her little voter, um, the voter guide, it says her little, the information about her, the summary. And it's like what she's done is she, helped uh, with some libraries and created some safe spaces, something like along those lines, basically not a whole lot in 20 years. Um, and meanwhile, there's been devastating sex scandals going on in our district, worse than I think any in the whole state of California, if I remember correctly, uh, is really bad. Uh, I don't want to be misquoted, but something like 40 million has paid out in, for the sexual uh, crimes in our district. It's mm -hmm. it, it might not be that exact number, but it's a lot of money. Millions of, it's millions of yeah, dollars. it's millions of dollars. Because the, the teachers right. are having sex with the kids. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's all the, the problem isn't that that happened uh, legally, per se. It's it's that, you know, because we know that that there are bad people out there and they're going to do these things. But the problem is that the the district and the administrators covered it up. So that's where we have some issue. You know, you can't blame the board and you can't blame an administrator about a teacher who goes off and does something horrible because how would they, you know, you're not responsible for everybody, right? But you are responsible once you know about it and then you don't bring it to light and instead try to cover it up. So I believe that's why they were found um, guilty in a lot of the cases, the school district.
I want to talk and not about, just the teacher. Yes, I want I want to talk about we're, we're coming up on we're going to take a break pretty quickly here, um, but and we'll talk about what was recent school board meetings and sexually very sexually explicit material that was found in the Redland School Libraries as well as the promotion of a drag queen event. But we'll talk about, mm-hmm. we'll jump into that in our next segment. But in before our, our commercial break, tell us what Erin's platform is. What does she stand for? Well, Erin stands for parent choice. That's her number one thing. Uh, first and foremost, parents need to be the end all. They need to be the final say on the health of their children, which includes masking their children, vaccinating their children, Um, they need to make these decisions for their child. If a parent wants to have their child wear a mask during the flu season, they should be able to wear a mask. Same with the other. Both sides should have that freedom to make their decisions for their kids. Um, So um, pro-choice for parent choice, basically, in all medical decisions. And then um, academic achievement, she's looked through the scores, and they're really horrific. And our district used to be really well. People used to... Uh, move to this district, Redlands Unified School District, for the schools and have their children here and raise them here because the school districts were so good. But um, that's not the case anymore. We're failing our kids. And um, there's like five schools that are rated below 50%, something something along those lines. She knows all of the statistics, but we're not doing well. So academic achievement, um, I think that funding is being not... Um, not allocated to the right sources. For example, we have a new diversity leader, Juanita uh, Watkins, I believe. And what does what is all this diversity getting us? Is it helping the underprivileged kids? Is it helping the minorities? I don't know. I don't think so because our scores aren't reflective of that. So um, that is her also a big deal for her is to increase the academic achievement. And um, she stands against the indoctrination of all types of political ideology. So, um, you know, the indoctrination we have going on right now with the pride flags, the pride, everything uh, influencing our kids. We've got teachers all across the district with pride flags in their classrooms. People text me every day showing me stuff from their kids' classrooms. Pride flags. We have a teacher just yesterday. I got a picture of a teacher who decorated her entire door with pride and entering some contest for door decorations. So, um, and you can't tell me that's not influencing our kids. Or so intended, when, right. intended to, to influence your kids. Yeah. But let, me, let me interrupt you here. We need to take a break and hear from our sponsor. He always likes to have his commercial played during the show. And that is Ed Hoffman, your real estate lending specialist, the place to go for real estate loans, both residential and commercial back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending LLC and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, or you don't have money to pay your tax bill, or just needed extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the radio talk show host. Now, maybe radio talk show host is in second place, but the, the top, the most important office is the uh, private citizen. And we're pleased to have somebody on the show this week that exemplifies that motto. That is Candy Olson, wife, mother, homeschooling, homeschooling mother, nurse, and leader of the Redlands division or section of the San Marino County Patriots, and she's heavily involved in a uh, school board race and a uh, city council race here in Redlands. And um, unlike the Lord, on the seventh day, she doesn't have time to rest. 
Uh, we, we were talking about what's going on in the Aaron Stepien race and just the vicious response of the um, supporters of the status quo and the status quo candidate, Patty Holohan, against uh, the candidate that both Patty and the, the both Candy and I support. And that is Aaron Stepien, who will put parents and children first. I usually don't go to the school board meetings. It's kind of like talking to a brick wall. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They don't care what the public has to say unless they're supporting what the agenda is before the, the, the school district is pursuing. But I, I was compelled to do this um, last week when I saw a video that you posted, Candy, of how a student had found this very sexually explicit material in his school library at Rev, which is one of the high schools in, in Redlands. Mm-hmm. And he brought it in. He, I, I can't even read what he read here on Salem. They wouldn't let me read this on Salem. Um, but what, what else that we found was a drawing of what looked like a, of a naked man. Not a, and then the caption was, boy on boy sex. Mm-hmm. And then proceeded to give how-to instructions. Yeah. And the reaction of the board, including Patty Holohan, when, when she got to speak after the public presentation and public comments, was, you know, we had a social, we had an ice cream social, yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Totally not care. So I went to the next meeting, and, and you were there, and a bunch of uh, concerned parents were there uh, and presented more of this information, as well as between the two meetings, the school district had promoted a, mm-hmm. a so-called Latina festival, which was really a sex festival with a drag queen. And with a van handing out um, lube and other sexual stuff, um, and supposedly this, this, was, this was for families and, and children. And again, this was brought to their attention. Right? They they can't know everything that's going on. This was brought to their attention, and they were completely and totally unconcerned about it. There was no what the heck is going on, Mr. Superintendent. I want an investigation, and we're going to put this on the agenda for the next meeting. I want a full report of what's going on. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. Which and the only reasonable conclusion is they're okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't receive any emails after this last word meeting. I did the first time, but after this last one, no one reached out to me at all. So maybe they just don't know quite what to say yet. Maybe they have to. I don't know. I don't know why the lack of response, um, especially because I know for for a fact, I know Rendler is not okay with that. I know that is true, but she's also only one vote. She's made it very clear to me and Aaron Stepien that she is only one vote and she agrees with us on this. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Okay. It's nice that Michelle Rendler in private Mm -hmm. agrees that showing school children a drawing of a naked man with instructions on how to have sex with him is bad. No, I know, but, but you know, they're not allowed to, they don't, we, they're not allowed to speak out in response at the meeting. But they did. So, they, no, Patty did. did. Yeah. They did at the meeting. Yeah. The public comment. They yeah. didn't speak and address the subject. They just didn't have anything substantive to say about it. It was, well, okay. It, it was a bit, and the fact that it's not, we'll see if it's on the agenda for the next time. And I'll bet that it isn't on the agenda to be considered next time. And it's it's nice that if, if the public leaders that would suppose in private agree with us, but yeah. it shouldn't take, it shouldn't, you shouldn't have to think about what to say when that, when you become aware that that material mm-hmm. is in the government run school library, right. you should right. know. It's I wrong. know. And if right. you're in office, you should have the courage and the backbone to stand up and say, this is wrong. Right. Exactly. Well, what did they say? I left that meeting early. They what did they say? say? It was just like, you know, well, last time we, yes, we did reach out to you. We talked to you, blah, blah, blah. And there's a step, there's a process you can, an eight step uh-huh. process you can go oh, okay. through uh-huh. to try to get stuff out of the library. So just that. Okay. You know, Mr. Superintendent, I want a full, we want a full report next yeah. time. What's, how did they get in? materials are in the libraries? Well, I asked Jim O'Neill, how, let's investigate that committee. He says there's a committee that approves every, every single book that enters a library. Where's the committee? Let's talk to them. How did those books get in? Who approved it? Exactly. I've, late, I've yet to hear. Again, I think the only reasonable conclusion is they're okay with it. 
Yeah. You mentioned Holohan, Patty Holohan, the incumbent has been there for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Bump on the log for the establishment. She's go along to get along. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. She, she's not going to protect your children. No, not at all. Kind of, from this kind of material. Uh-uh. Aaron Stepien will. Yeah. Let's let's shift our focus, and you're also heavily involved in and support as as our as am I and the, and the Redlands Tea Party Patriots in supporting Tom Berg in Redlands City Council District One. Um, got four minutes left in this segment. Tell us about this race. Well, it's unfortunate that the vote is being split. We've got the incumbent Denise Davis, who is a far uh, progressive um, leftist, and um, she is really got her hands knee deep in our schools or elbow elbow deep in our schools also. Um, she has really promoted the pride theme The we have the pride flag on the city council flagpole now during June, um, all kinds of transformations going on. She was also at the festival along with another, another councilwoman, Jenna, who is, uh, calls herself the belching babe on Instagram. Just, I mean, babe. these girls are, uh, not qualified to be on the city council and, um, they're making huge decisions that affect our city. So we've got uh, Denise Davis, that, like I mentioned, that she's the incumbent, and then we have um, we have our candidate Tom Berg, who is a civil engineer for forty years, has tons of international and domestic experience in city planning. Um, very intelligent, thoughtful, patriotic, Christian, all of all of the things that we want in a candidate. Um, and then there's a couple others that unfortunately we'll be splitting with. There's a Hoder, and there is a Cohen. And Cohen is a very woke gentleman that wants to put, he is a professor, really doesn't have experience and has no, uh, I I don't know how he's qualified to be there. Um, Mm -hmm. And he wants to put the homeless into our streets, into our residential neighborhoods because of systemic racism. And that is a terrible idea. And then Hoder just is not uh, well qualified. He has some good intentions, but he's not as qualified as Tom Berg. So that's why we're going with Tom Berg. Yes. And uh, I think probably the leading issue right now in Redlands is they're back to and they, they want to build more. And then you see this all, all over the state and really even all over the country is the powers that be, the establishment, the, the ruling class does not want people to be able to own their own homes. They want people in high rise, mm-hmm. stack and pack apartments. That's why you see these things springing up all over the place. Mm-hmm. And they want to bring this agenda. To Redlands mm-hmm. uh, in 2020, 2020, 2020, I was March of 2020, just before the uh, COVID, they put Major G was on the ballot, which would have right. allowed unlimited height, stack of mm-hmm. apartments across mm-hmm. a wide swath of Redlands, and the voters turned it down two to one. Mm. Well, the politicians and developers didn't get the message, and they've done it. They've got another backroom deal, uh, Major F in this coming upcoming election in Redlands, which would again allow high rise stack and pack apartments in out by the university or residential area downtown and then coming west in Redlands mm-hmm. at, at uh in, at the cold transit villages. Mm-hmm. And um Tom Bruggs against it. Another candidate, Mike Safey in District Three, is against mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Both uh, we're we're against it. And we'll see mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens because both Davis and District One and Saucedo in mm-hmm. District Three, we're running mm-hmm. there, are for. In fact, the whole city council voted to put right. Major F right. on the ballot. Yeah. And uh, so that's where, you know, what, what, what I say and is if you want more high rise stack and pack apartments in Redlands, then you should vote for Davis, Saucedo, and vote yes on Major F. Right. If you don't want more high rise stack and pack apartments in Redlands, you should vote no on F and for Tom Berg and for Mike Safey. Mm-hmm. Simple, yeah. clear. The voters have a choice. And hopefully we can communicate that choice and make that give the voters so they understand that is right. the choice before the election, when of course the other side has a lot more money. Right. Right. All right. Well, we're going to uh, we are out of time for this first half and hopefully Candy will stick with us for the second half. And we're going to dive in maybe a little more uh, local politics. I'm going to talk about covid and, um, and other issues. Stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite 
IE Radio. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending LLC and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm sure by now you've heard interest rates have jumped up over the last few months, but so have home values. So what does that mean to you? If you're carrying a bunch of credit card debt, or you don't have money to pay your tax bill, or just needed extra money to fill up your gas tank, now may be the perfect time to do a cash-out refinance to consolidate those bills or get some extra funds in your bank account while your equity is so high before rates get any worse. If you or your spouse are 62 years or older, higher values make reverse mortgages that didn't work before work now. To see how we can make the numbers work for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Ed Hoffman, Retail Branch Manager, NMLS ID 9921, Branch NMLS ID 2275209. Planet Home Lending, LLC, NMLS ID 17022. Planet Home Lending, LLC, is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision, 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And here on Unite, i.e. Radio, we are certified to be the number one conservative talk radio show in our market, in our time slot. And we've worked very hard to achieve that, that, very, that very high honor. Uh, we are very pleased today to have uh, with us as someone who exemplifies the motto of our show, the most important political office, is that of the private citizen. That's Candy Olson. Um, wife, mother, uh, homeschoolers or children, working as a nurse, leader of the San Bernardino County Patriots and Redlands, and uh, heavily involved in uh, a city council race and a school board race here in Redlands, as as uh, as are we are in the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. And w- before we move on to uh, to other topics, I know you have something you want to say. But we also want to, if people want to get involved in either of those races, if they want a pro parent pro-child school board member, Aaron Stepien, who um, it was opposed to the mandatory vax, opposed to mandatory masking, and opposed to the very sexually explicit materials we were discussing in the first half. How can people get in touch with and get involved in Aaron's campaign? Well, she has a Facebook, uh, so you can look her up on Facebook. It's Aaron E-R-I-N, and Stepien, S-T-E-P-I-E-N. Um, and you can also get a hold of me. Uh, my cell phone is 909-904-5907. And you can contact me if you want to help volunteer. You, we can use money for signs. Um, but mostly right now, we have a good amount of money. We mostly just need volunteers to help with sign placement and various activities that are helping her campaign. So that's the way. Just contact me and we'll see what we're doing at the moment. We can always use uh, volunteers. And Tom has a Facebook too. It's Tom Berg, just how it sounds, B-E-R-G. And um, you can also contact me directly also if you want to help his campaign. Okay. Um, now, as you can be like your cell phone number for everyone to, to, uh, to, to, to call mm-hmm. you. Uh, one more time slowly, so in case anyone wants to write it down. 909-904-5907. Okay. And I think you have, you have one further comment you want to make on the, uh, the yes. races. One last thing. Um, no one will want to miss the school board meeting Tuesday. And I'm not kidding you when I say this. You will want to go. It's Tuesday night, this coming Tuesday at 7 p.m. Location is to be determined. It is going to be big. And uh, we're expecting a large crowd. We encourage anyone who wants to support our side to show the other side is really rallying their troops. So we want to, we know we're bigger and we're stronger. So we just need the people to actually show up in person. Um, We've got some information that's going to blow everybody's mind at the school board meeting. And honestly, it might tank Patty Houlihan's campaign completely. I wouldn't be surprised if she folded her cards. So Mm. wait and see. You will not want to miss this. So that would be Tuesday, 
I think the 25th, yeah, mm -hmm, at 7 p.m., but you'll have to check their website on the location. I'm sure it'll be changed to a larger venue like Citrus Valley, but um, I would check the day of the meeting to see exactly where it's going to be held. And that website is what? Mm, I just Google RUSD and it pops up. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I can find it. Okay. Yeah, just search, search for Redlands Unified School mm. District, then look yes. up and find the board and find the, the board meeting location. Yes. Let me okay. know. Oh, you, now, now a way to step up and uh, everyone can step up and uh, fulfill the obligations of their most important political office. Looking yes. Let me see. Here it is. It's um, www.ru. Uh, oh, Redlands. Oh, yeah. It's redlandsusd.net. So it's www.redlandsusd.net. That's the website to go check. Okay. Be, be sure to we hope to see everybody down there on uh, on, on Tuesday evening. Mm -hmm. more, more, more fun and excitement than uh, yes. sitting home watching TV. Yeah, it sure will be. It sure will be. Okay. Candy, I think your, your entree into, into, into politics was COVID and mm -hmm. more, more importantly, the, the reaction to COVID, which we're still, mm -hmm. which, we're, which we're still suffering from mm -hmm. lockdowns, mask mandates, and, and, and vax mandates. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yeah. Yeah, as a nurse, you, you were, you were, you were on the front line and you were on the front line of mm -hmm. all that, both in terms, in terms of probably caring for patients mm -hmm. as well as the restrictions that um, mm -hmm. were imposed on people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could talk for an hour just on that. So you're going to have to ask me what in specific you want me to speak on because I there's just too much. It's uh, COVID has been the biggest tragedy, you know, that I've ever witnessed in my life and continues to be. It, it leaves me sad every day that I leave work because of the injuries that I care for from the vaccine. Um, and it's just the whole time. There is just so much. The remdesivir that was killing people um, nearly killed one of my very close friends and did kill another good friend's husband that was healthy and uh, no health problems. Um, it's just there is just too much to say about this whole tragedy that's hit our society that I I just don't even know where to start. You know, the masks were the biggest problem. We knew that masking people outside in public didn't have any kind of effect whatsoever. We've not never done it before. And then masking our children, which was basically child abuse, in my opinion, masking all forms of, you know, smiles and uh, the facial expressions that children need to see. They need to see the smile and the friendly reaffirm, like the affirmation from teachers. Well, first of all, there was the quarantine where they were isolated and became depressed and suicidal. And we, I saw that in the hospital too. We had so many uh, children on uh, 5150s, suicide watch. So um, I just, that's how I became involved. And that's where it's all started. And it just kind of just, I can't believe the can of worms that has just crawled out from there. It, we thought it was just really about the mask and, and all this COVID management that seemed so wrong at the time. Um, but then we just found out how truly... Um, sick the whole the whole thing was actually so if you have a specific question i'll i'll talk to it because there's just too much to say about it well we'll st we're going to start with this week's news and then we'll, we'll expand the, the discussion further because i think there's what's happened to the medical profession and maybe mm -hmm. it was maybe it was already underway and we used to mm -hmm. it, what happened in covid just exposed what happened to the is the politicization of the medical profession but this week the the cdc Mm -hmm. the, their VAX committee uh, voted 15 to zero to to recommend, which mm -hmm. often has legal effect in many states, the COVID VAX for children as part of the standard childhood vaccinations. And this was done after a test, the latest COVID uh, uh, booster mm -hmm. was tested on a grand total of eight mice. Mm -hmm. Eight. Yeah. No humans, got, no, no, no yeah. human trials, no other eight mm -hmm. mice, all of whom also got got COVID. Yes, they all and, got COVID. Yeah, right. So <laughs> let's we're going to take we're going to take a few minutes here because um, Tucker had on a a doctor from Johns Hopkins University, 
uh, one of the leading medical schools and hospitals in the country. And let's take a listen. Let's take a listen to just how bad this is. So here's an amazing story that's been effectively buried. This week, the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices is expected to add the COVID-19 vax to the list of required childhood vaccines. If this happens, your children will not be able to attend school without taking the COVID shot. Now, the problem is there is no medical basis for this decision whatsoever. Even the CEO of Moderna has just admitted that most people do not need the booster. In fact, in this country, it's like 4% of adults have gotten the booster because they know now. We're quoting. It's going to be similar to the flu, he said. So what is this exactly? Dr. Marty McCary is a man we trust. He's a professor at Johns Hopkins University. He joins us tonight to assess. Doctor, thanks so much for coming on. Is it an overstatement to say there's really no medical justification for this? Well, there's certainly no clinical data. They've got data from eight mice on the Omicron vaccine in young people. And the child vaccine story is essentially a story of bypassing clinical data, which is why many of us are asking, why even have an FDA? Why do we even do clinical trials? Right now, we've got pharma saying, hey, we did a study. We're going to give you the top line of the press release. We're going to call the White House. And the White House then calls the FDA and the CDC and tells them to get in line. They bought 100 170 million doses of this new Omicron vaccine. There has never been a vaccine added to the child immunization schedule without solid clinical evidence that it reduces disease significantly in the community. The COVID vaccine in children will be the first. It will be added with no clinical data. And many of us that are saying, hey, let's see the data, we're basically told, stop asking questions. Dr. Ja, who's the chief COVID advisor at the White House, has said he has seen the data, but it's not public information. What are they hiding? Why can't we see this information? Instead, we're basically seeing this intense paternalism to really just do what we say and stop asking questions. And the CDC's committee that's voting, I mean, that is essentially a kangaroo court. You have to be an official card-carrying vaccine fanatic to be on that committee. If you're not, then basically they're not going to accept people who think that some vaccines are important and others lack the evidence to support broad distribution. Remember, one in 5,000 vaccine doses results in a severe adverse event, according to data from overseas, from Germany, because we don't fund that research in the U.S. And in Israel, they took 283 people who got myocarditis from the vaccine. One of them died. Two were in the ICU. So if thousands of people are going to get myocarditis, from this indiscriminate vaccination in young, healthy people, we're going to see some unintended harm. And my concern is that some schools may blindly accept this. So if the CDC decides to go ahead and put this on the routine vaccine schedule, it'll be up to states. And that's where I think parents have a right to say, let's see some clinical data before we force this as a requirement for school. Well, yeah. I mean, this is like... You're so understated in your effect, but what you're saying is shocking, I think, to the layman anyway. So I appreciate your, your saying it. I'm sure you're taking a lot of heat for it, but we're grateful. Dr. Barney McCary of Johns Hopkins, thanks. Let's take, we, I want to dive into this further, but uh, let's take a pause here and uh, hear from our sponsor, All-Star Collision, the place to go when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton. Pleased to have Candy Olson, who is a political activist extraordinaire, as well as being <laughs> wife, mother, nurse, homeschooling parent, and helping out in two uh, local campaigns here in Redlands for Aaron Stepien for school board and Tom Berg for for city council. Uh, we we just were we just were listening to a clip from Tucker Carlson for the break about the F- the CDC has now recommended uh, the COVID vax for children. Never mind that children are at 0.0% risk from the disease 
And this is a brand new drug. It really should still be experimental. They put that through politically. And as the doctor from Johns Hopkins pointed out, they won't release the data supporting their finding that school children should be forced to have the COVID vax. What the heck? What the heck has happened to our medical profession? You used to be able to, used to, be able to trust these people. I mean, mm-hmm. that wasn't a politicized area. You could count, you, you, would, you thought you'd be able to count on your doctor would be doing what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And that looks like it's not at that hour, and the CDC and the FDA. And you, you could, you, okay, the, they're not perfect, but at least you, you would think that you, you could have some confidence in these agencies and your doctors in the healthcare profession. And I don't think you can anymore. It needs to be noted that it was just the advisory committee that voted to um, recommend the the COVID vaccine to add to the shot schedule. Today's the the actual vote by the CDC to actually officially recommend it. So it was just voted yesterday by the advisory committee, CDC advisory committee. So just so you know, the CDC hasn't officially voted. It's sometime today, and I still haven't found out what time the vote is happening today. But it's expected to happen today. So, yeah, I'm 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 in I'm in a state of of suspense to know whether the FDA is is going to recommend the uh, COVID vax be mandatory for children. Yeah, I, I mean, it it was so clear that children weren't dying from COVID. Children weren't um, were barely getting COVID, and if they did, they I've never ever seen a healthy child uh, extremely ill with COVID ever. Um, Chronic kids, even the chronic kids, the sick kids that are in like uh, childhood nursing home type things, like the totally kids facilities, even they didn't get COVID bad. So there was something unique about children with COVID. So um, the whole idea, besides the idea of giving something so crazy that was tested on eight mice and failed in eight mice, besides the fact that you're trying to push that on adults, uh, you know, with elderly, elderly or with health conditions. I mean, it's still crazy, but here you have like the double whammy crazy with kids. They don't need it in the first place. And then you're giving them something that doesn't make any sense. The, it, it just, the, it wasn't, it wasn't tested. I mean, you know, with the first round of vaccines, you had vaccines that had failed in all of the animal trials that they've been done on all the coronaviruses in, in the past. They've been trying to make a, co- a coronavirus vaccine for many years, and they've always failed. Why? Because animals always died. Um, there was terrible results. That's why they could never make one. And trust me, we would have had a coronavirus vaccine. We have coronavirus every year. It's part of our flu panel, like uh, all of our respiratory viral panels. Um, but, you know, COVID came along and now all of a sudden they're going to do um, a vaccine without any animal trials. So that was the first problem when, well, not only are you not going to do animal trials, but all the animal trials previously had failed. It seemed like a no brainer to not get the shot um, right out the gate. I, I was shocked at how many people were lining up for that. Honestly, I thought it was going to be a small, small percentage of people. I, I really couldn't believe it. Level-headed people were okay with that. Just that fact alone, that all previous animal tr- trials have failed. And now we're going to skip animal trials and just go straight to giving it to humans. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, and you want, from, from the get-go, you, uh, you had never seen in terms of a, of a disease that we're going to lock down mm-hmm. healthy Right. I mean, it's, right. even before really modern medicine, one of the things right. that they're trying to do to contain a disease is to quarantine the people the with sick. the disease. Yeah, the sick. Yeah, exactly. The sick people. But, yeah. never, but never everyone. They right. never tried to use masks right. for everyone. Right. And, right. But it wasn't just we're going to do something totally brand new with no basis whatsoever mm-hmm. in science. Is they suppressed ruthlessly. Mm-hmm. Any debate, even by eminently qualified doctors and professors of medicine and researchers, they did everything they could to suppress any Mm -hmm. debate or discussion about, well, are these policies really working? How well are they working? What are the adverse consequences Mm -hmm. from locking down society, from Mm -hmm. masking everyone? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And then after the vaccine came out and the second they hit 10,000 breakthrough cases, they stopped counting. I mean, it just like that, 10,000. And they said, well, we can't count them anymore. Those are all. And, you know, in the beginning, uh, after the vaccine came out, uh, the most of the people who were very sick in the hospital were the unvaccinated. And that was true. That was the majority. So it did seem to help a slight bit uh, or a significant bit, I should say, um, with the disease. Um, although I would never recommend it because of obviously because of the side effects. However, we did see that in the beginning, um, it did help with the severity of the disease. And then Delta came along and it was about half and half. Our population was about 50-50 vaccinated, unvaccinated. And then as Omicron hit, it's about 99 to 100%. Some days it's like 99% vaccinated, 100% vaccinated. They're all vaccinated, the ones that are um, coming into the hospital and they are so sick that they need to be actually admitted to the hospital. Now, that's what I've seen personally. And um, everybody, my colleagues all see the same thing. Um, I haven't seen an unvaccinated COVID patient be hospitalized in um, quite, quite some time, but that's just my experience. Maybe other people have different experiences, but a lot of people I know say the same things. And um, <clears throat> it's probably because of the immune system, the damage to the immune system. It, the immune system seems to have taken quite a hit from these vaccines. So the more shots, um, I have noticed a trend, a significant trend with the more shots people get, the more uh, sick they have gotten with all kinds of different uh, infections and viral disease. Yeah. And with, uh, with, with, even with, with this latest version mm -hmm. is within very short time, month or two, mm -hmm. it's negative. So you're, right. you're more likely to get it. Right. right. Not even, we've been using the word vaccine, but it's not right. The government changed the definition of vaccine to they make did. this a vaccine. Right. I, have, I, I, I have polio, the polio vaccine and, and others mm -hmm. as, a, as a child. And I think right. that's where many, a lot of people of you know maybe of our age and I'm, I'm older than you are and by, by a fairly significant margin is we had these standard childhood vaccines mm -hmm. and if you had a polio vaccine that meant you didn't get yeah. polio right and <clears throat> that's not that utterly is not the case and, and they because they use a totally new process which you won't mm -hmm. delve into the details mm -hmm. to make this so-called vaccine the vax for right. covid of it it doesn't work as one you, right. you still get it and right. You've, you've just outlined the, some of the problems and we don't have mm -hmm. time to really delve into the higher debt, the higher death rates for all cause death rates right. that are, we, we see around, we see around the world. Oh uh, yeah. Florida, they, the Surgeon General recommended against it because it creates an 84% risk of yes. myocarditis, increase in the risk of myocarditis for, mm -hmm. for young, for, for young men. Um, so it's, but I, you can't, tr trust is on the decline. In all institutions, and rightly so, because mm -hmm. institutions are not acting in a trustworthy manner. Right. And unfortunately, this is now spread to the healthcare, the health, and the public health and mm -hmm. medical profession. Is you can, they, they've been they 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 have bent the knee to politics. And that is a very unfortunate thing that I think is going to have longer term repercussions beyond just beyond just COVID. We got about a little over two minutes left. I, and I've been every time I've been talking about um, Proposition One, because I'm afraid that this may very well pass, even though if the voters understood it, the polls show that they wouldn't. And Proposition One is put on by the Democrat controlled legislature that will allow unlimited, unrestricted late-term abortion up until the moment of birth. And mm. if you don't believe that, just read it. The state shall not interfere, deny or interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom in their most intimate decisions, which includes their fundamental right to choose to have an abortion. You can't interfere with it. That means unrestricted late-term abortion for all reasons up until the moment of birth. And that is a, and well, if you just read the language, about 70% of Californians support Proposition 1. If you ask a little bit deeper, on, even in California, only 13% of the voters support legalized abortion for any and all reasons up until the moment of birth. 
and our challenge is that uh, to try to get that information out and so the voters understand what proposition one will do and from what i've seen of unfortunately what i've seen of the prop one anti-prop one campaign i am not encouraged yeah 50 seconds prop one or anything else you want to talk about um what what do you mean you're you're not encouraged by the anti-prop one campaign? i don't see the focus i've seen some of their ads i've seen some some Uh, ads and postings on uh, media but they're uh, they're they're other they're doing talking about other things they're not narrowly uh, on this key issue on which 87 percent of the people agree with us Right. Yeah. The late term abortion, that's very universal. Third, like third trimester. Nobody I know is okay with that. So I haven't even seen any ads on about that. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Who are the um, supporters? Well, uh, I mean, uh, the ones who are funding the, the against prop one. There's, I don't know who, who they are. There is, a, uh, you can go to stop prop one.com. Oh, okay. And get okay. more information and mm-hmm. try to get involved because it really is a heinously evil thing. Oh, yeah. It's and terrible. And it should be stopped. Well, uh, maybe they won't. The time, maybe uh, they won't have physicians to do it, though. Yeah, maybe. Um, we're out of time for this week. Thank you, Candy, for being on the show and everything you're doing in your political activism. And tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. Radio. Thank you. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.